All right, welcome back everyone to another episode here on the Lure Lab, part of the Serious Angler Network. I'm your host, the captain, Andrew Full. And just a little bit of housekeeping real fast. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's episode where we dove into the Berkeley Money Badger with Alex Rudd, who is absolutely infatuated with that little crankbait and he's caught a ton of fish on it. But um, fast forwarding to today's episode, we have special guest Josh Bragg is coming on and we are talking about the Meg draft, which basically came into love in just about everyone's tackle box, I don't know, five, six years ago. He can correct me if I'm wrong there, but it seems like whenever you get a pro tournament lately and someone whips out a mag draft and they catch one, they're sold out for months on end. But uh, today we're going to talk about the original and the freestyle, when to throw it, when to go to the original or the freestyle and best ways to rig it and everything. But before I keep rambling on here, let's get Josh on. What's up, man? How are you? It's been a while since we've had you on. Yeah, well, yeah what's up, guys? It's good to be back on. Awesome. It's it, it's good to see you. you. Just wrapped up a tournament at what Gunnersville, correct? Where you had a top ten? Yeah, yeah. I just finished up uh, the the Toyota series at Gunnersville. Awesome. First one of the year. Congrats. Yeah, it was, good. it was a good event. A lot I of crazy that, weather. But yeah. Isn't that typical for the southeast, especially Alabama, this time of year? I don't care if it's January, February, or March. And there's a major tournament gunnerville. There's going to be a major, some kind of major front come through. It's just, oh. it's just the way it happens every year. You have to love the volatile. But one good thing, those fish at gunnerville, they buy. Oh, that's perfect. I don't know. Does it seem like they have a little it. bit of lag? Is that me? Oh. Gotta love wife. How is it? Yep, I think we're a little bit better. Is there a yeah. little bit of lag between you and I here, or are we good? No, it's, it's good on my end. Okay, perfect. I was saying we had is it no lagging time. on my end? I, I don't think so. It, I just wasn't sure if there was a lag between me talking and then you hearing it. But even if there is, we'll work through it. But the premise of today's show, sure. right, is the mag draft. I know that's one of your favorite baits and techniques. So, um Let's dive right into it, right? Like, why is the original Meg Draft quite possibly the most popular swim bait of all time to this point, especially like that pearl albino color? Yeah, you know, in, in my opinion, when, when Megabass designed that bait, all the features that they built into that bait from, from, from the built-in harness to the way the head, um, the way the head shapes come through the water, along with the tail wag, I think it's just such a, it mimics such a natural presentation and mimics a, a natural shad that it just, it just catches them, man. It's just a, a bass just can't, well, any, I mean, pretty much any kind of predator type fish will, will bite that thing. And I think it's just because it's so natural. Yeah. They, um, they came up with a beauty in that thing. And, uh, so besides the pearl albino color, right, in the original mag draft, like if you had to choose three or four colors, what colors would you choose and why? Um, of course, the number one color across the board is, is albino, which is a, a, you know, like a bone color. And everybody knows that whether you're talking about glide baits, topwaters, 
Um, even some crankbaits, bone color is just a natural color that, that fish like. Um, my number two color would be uh, whiteback shad, um, especially if the water clears up really clear. Um, it just, it's a translucent, got a translucent bottom and a uh, slightly gray back on it. They call it white back, but it's, it's a more of a gray color. And um, it just, it looks like a, a real life shad as well in clear water. Um, my third color would be uh, nude rainbow. It is just a, it's a real, there again, it's, it's like a real natural color. It, it can mimic a bluegill. It's, it, it looks like a rainbow trout, but it mimics the colors that, a, that you know, a bluegill has without the shininess mm-hmm. on the bait. It's kind of a dull color. Like when they're Hence, in that paley white coloration of yeah. the bluegill. Was it, I think it's the, yeah. the females that get that real whitey, opaque color, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, those are all great choices. One thing I love about the rainbow trout color is the fact that it looks gizzard shed actually really well, too, once it's warm in the water column. That I feel like the M plus MB gizzard and the nude rainbow are actually really similar in color pattern. In my right, opinion. I could be completely yeah. wrong, but that's my opinion. The MB gizzard is, is a real, um, I mean, it, I mean, it's it's got the green hue to it, like a you know a gizzard shad. So, um, it, it's you know it's good in clear water as well. Um, not my not one of my top three, but it is definitely a, a good color. So, would you predom- predominantly throw the mag draft in clear water? Is what it sounds like. Man, well, you know, if if, if you have the the white back. Uh, sheds, it, I do only throw it in clear water, but that albino, I have caught them in like muddy water. I mean, it, it has so much movement in that bait that, that fish can track it in, in dirty water. And, and then, you know, the albino color along with that, I mean, it's just, it's no different than a, than a crankbait, you know. Got it. So let's dive into the design of the mag draft, right? Like everybody knows that it has that magnet harness in the belly of it, but why, why did they design the mag draft in such a way that it has the fins on it? Like that profound lateral line. Is that to get like that truly unique here like swimming motion to it? I'm assuming you have some in your boat. Yeah, I've got one. Right here. Ready to go. Love it. There's there's one in my box, twenty four seven. I I don't go anywhere without that bait tied on, um, because you, I mean, you know, obviously the bait is best in I would say pre spawn to the spawn. Uh, I've caught them in the fall and even caught them in the summer sometimes. But the the, the bait to me shines in like that that pre spawn time of the year. Um, but you know, mega bass is you know, the, when they design a bait, they're, they're, whether it's the fins you're talking about or where the actual line tie comes out of the nose, there's, you know, they do so much testing on it and, and design those baits to, to impart all the action that they want in the bait. And whether you're talking about the, the harness in there, like I said, or where the actual, you know, swivel hooks to, uh, I don't know if you can see that, but the, the, where the swivel hooks to the harness and then comes out the nose. I mean, it's just perfectly positioned in that to make that bait work like it's supposed to. Yeah. And another thing too, like 
you might not notice it really well as you're reeling it through the water, but doesn't it swim slightly like head down, tail up as well? And, and that, and I will say that's one thing about the Magnadraft. Um, you have to figure out the cadence with your reel. I mean, you, you don't just throw it out there and wind it back like a natural, uh, you know, a normal swim bait. There is a very, I, I would say a thin line between the, the perfect cadence, the perfect reel speed, and being out of that and the bait not working like it's supposed to. So on that premise, right, like what is your ideal setup for the mag draft, like rod reel, reel speed, line? Um, I throw it on a, of course, a mega bass uh, tequila back rack rod it's a seven foot rod it's a heavy rod um it's just the right length um that you can do you can skip under docks skip under you know low hanging limbs um and then it's it's the right enough length that you can make a cast a long cast and still get leverage on a fish that you hook up um i throw it on either 15 or 17 pound fluorocarbon um 15 i actually throw more than 17 but if i'm you know, dealing with some really big fish or in a situation where I think the fish can get me in cover, I'll bump up to 17. Uh, to me, 20 pounds, it kind of kills some of the action of the bait. Um, and I throw it on a seven one reel. Um, and just, it, it's, it, you almost want like to keep your, the speed of your reel where there's just a slight, just a slight bow in your line. To me, that's where the bait works the best coming through the water. So you want, is it more of like a rod up? Like say like a, if I'm holding a rod, right? Is it like at a 45 degree angle kind of up yeah. from like if you're holding your rod in a normal position, your rod tip is slightly up just so you have that slight pendulum bow in right. the line as you bring yeah. it in? I keep it at about, about 10, 11 o'clock really. You know, more, more around the 10 o'clock if you're looking at, you know, that 10 o'clock angle. Got it. So now I know I'm not the greatest with the mag draft. I've watched a ton of videos on it, right? I've caught some really big smallmouth on it, which I think is a lot of fun sight yeah. fishing for yeah. them on the Great Lakes. But the one thing that I noticed is like imperative when reeling in the mag draft, that is always making sure your rod tip is almost directly pointed at the bait with yes. that pendulum. Am I correct there? You know, if if you're not pointing at the bait, if you're not if your rod is not in the direction of the bait, that bow it it it, it kills it for some reason it kills the action. I mean it it is a, a bait that you have to get that right cadence or it just does not work like it's supposed to. Hmm. Yeah, finicky Japanese lures, right? That absolutely catches them, <laughs> but it catches the fire up. Yeah, I, right. I um. I've gotten to a point now where I think I have one on the deck every single time I go out. Cause I'm like, if I throw this at the right place on like that main dock off of a main point, there's a chance right. I'm going to catch the biggest fish of the day. So I, that's right. And I think that's like the main importance of it is there's always going to be that one situation during a day where it might work and you better have it tied on. But um, right. we're going to come back to the original. Cause the premise of the show yeah. is the, original and freestyle so i kind of want to talk about the freestyle real fast so why did megabass design 
a freestyle mag draft? Like, what was the purpose of it? Everyone loves the original, so why would they come out with the freestyle? Well, I think, you know, um, with the original, you have a treble hook hanging off the belly of the hook. So throwing it through a laydown or even even skipping it under the docks and stuff, if it rolls wrong, it's going to, you know, the treble hook's going to hang on something. So I think the the thought behind it was um, building, trying to build that same bait more weedless, you know, uh, where you can, where you can put it, uh, you know, like a mag draft is not good in grass, you know? Um, so I think their, their thought process behind it was building a bait that, you know, like I said, that you could reel through the grass, reel through a tree, reel, you know, in, in the gnarliest places you can put a bait. <laughs> so now the cool thing about the freestyle is like you have endless rigging options now, right? Like you could put a yeah. line through, through it or you can put a single like owner beast hook or one of the hayabusa swim bait hooks like what is the best way you have found to rig the freestyle uh, to me the number one way to rig it is with a some whatever brand belly weighted hook you use whether it's the owner beast or the trocar um swim bait hook or you know hayabusa whatever brand hook belly hook you like that to me that's the best best way to rig it fully weedless but um and and i know some guys are doing it but one really good way is is to put a a jig head a a traditional swim bait hook through it um with the jig head on the front of it and it works really well i would just say that's probably your favorite way to fish it is like because now that opens an entirely different world of where you can fish a six inch swim bait right yeah right um, you know, you can put a one ounce, you know, swim bait head hook on it. And I mean, it's, it's really popular around where we just came from Gunnersville. there. I mean, you, you can catch them out on deep ledges on all the deep bridges doing that, you know? Hmm. So, you know, you know, I, I know some guys probably do the line through thing, but to me, if you're going to do the line through, you're just as better, you, you know, you're, you're better off with the original. Now, with the freestyle, does it have that same body shimmer and roll and head wobble tail kick action that the original does, or is it a slightly it, different style of bait? It, it's a it's a slightly different style of bait. I mean, it still has great action. The tail tail's the same. It has a little body roll, but it just does not have the the head wag, as I call it, that the original has. And and that's why I would you you know that to me that's why the original is my favorite. That's why I like the original better. Yeah. So what colors? If you had to pick like your favorite colors in the freestyle, what colors would you choose? It, same, it's, same it works the same. Yeah. I mean, ninety percent of the time I'm gonna reach for the the albino. I mean, you can't beat it. <laughs> you can't. It's just like I said, it's just a natural color. Yeah, I feel like, and no matter what swim bait is on the market hard or soft bodied if they were all albino colored and they all worked like i feel like that's the only color you'd ever really have to make and sell but then the fish become way too accustomed and we all know most of the colors are eye candy anyways and catch people to buy them so it's just funny how the albino and like top water the mag draft certain swim baits big glide baits is like the best color you can glide baits. <laughs> yeah 
it's awesome. So uh, let's yeah, kind of yeah, dive yeah. into the situation. Yeah. Oh. What was that, Josh? You broke up a little bit. I apologize. Oh, I didn't. I, I you know, the, it's just the, the bone, albino color is just a great color. 100%. So hopefully the connection here doesn't give out on us. But uh, what situations would you choose to throw the original mag draft over the freestyle or vice versa? Oh, and just like that, we lost Josh. Let's hope he comes back. Um, gotta love technical difficulties, but I'll I'll dive into it here real fast. Oh, I think we have him coming back here. So for me personally, I have only thrown the original Meg draft. I'm a big fan of it. I've caught a lot of big smallmouth out of here around the Great Lakes. I'm still waiting for Josh to load up here. My setup that I do throw the mag draft on, I actually throw it on an Elf Angler Chatterbound, seven foot three, medium heavy. It's a glass, like a glass graphite composite, so that gives me the tip and distance. Are you good now, Josh? Are you good now, Josh? I think Josh is in the middle of a phone call. So, um, as we're throwing it on the elf angler chatterbound rod i'll throw it on like 15 or 17 pound fluoro as josh stated with a six three or seven one to one reel give me a thumbs up when you're ready josh and i'll bring you back in but um I'll throw it on a six three to one or seven one to one reel and just like he said that rod at like a 45 degree or 10 to 11 o'clock angle and just slowly turn the reel handle slowly turn the reel handle Good. Perfect. All right. So we got Josh back here. So hopefully, what was that, buddy? Hopefully. Oh, we still, can you hear still me? having some. I can hear you, but your video looks to be a little frozen. I just, oh, maybe you're back now. I just had you stuck in a thumbs up for like 30 seconds. Yeah. All right. Perfect. So. As we were saying before, I kind of talked about like what setup I would use, but what situations would you choose to throw the original or the freestyle and kind of walk us through your mental process and the when you choose to throw one or the other? So most <clears throat> most of the time, you know, uh, let's just talk about the freestyle. The freestyle I'm going to use in, in any kind of submerged vegetation where I want to reel right over the top of the vegetation and not get hung. Or like a tree where I'm, where I'm skipping you up actually into the treetops and, and wanting to come out not hung up. Um, that's that's the two main main deals for me is when I'm going to throw the the you know the freestyle. Mm -hmm. um, the original I'm going to throw it anywhere is possible to throw that thing, whether it's down a riprap bank. Um, If I feel like the fish are sitting on the outside of like a blowdown tree or something, I'll reel it out on the outside of that tree, um, and and it skips under docks. Amazing, you know. Of course, if you've got cross braces on those docks, it's gonna, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna yeah. it's gonna hang up. Um, those are those are primary the two the two best places that I would 
for me to throw the, the original is on like a, a rocky type button bank or uh, skipping it under dollars. Yeah, there's something about a big swim bait, not even a big swim bait, but a swim bait bite, especially a mag draft. It's such a visual presentation to see them come up and just right. grab it and disappear. And when that thing disappears, you're just like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. And it's usually a that's good true. one. Although, can we talk about this for a second? Like, everyone thinks that, like, a mag draft is meant to get, like, the biggest bites. But a little, like misconceived notion on it is the fact that it will catch numbers of fish too, correct? That's, it, it does. I mean, it catches 12-inch fish. I mean, I've had fish the size of the mag draft bite, you know. Um, you know, bass are bass can't tell how big they are, so they eat anything that looks, they're, you know, appealing to them, they'll, they'll, they'll bite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I need to... As I talk about how I had it on my deck more last year than I ever had, I think I just need to like commit and throw it more and figure out like the perfect times to throw it because I just know it catches big ones. And that's part of the reason why I, I've thoroughly enjoyed doing the lure lab so far. This is episode 22 for us or 23. I'm getting all mush brained here, always looking at computers. But um, I've learned so much already through these episodes, and I really appreciate you coming on and do this. But uh, so if you had to throw the mag draft, what is your ideal day, like sunlight conditions, water temperature, time of year? You know, I don't really start a lot until it gets in the low to mid-50s. And I'll throw it on up to, you know, the water temperature gets in the low 70s, around 68, 72. That's the, the main water temperature that I throw it in. Um, you know, time of the year, I start, you know, like I said, really any time of the year, like when the water temperature is So pretty much just and, like... And, I mean, that can be... Gotcha. I was going to say, so basically it sounds like anytime, like, once you start having air temps in, like, the mid-70s and the low-time temps are, like, the nighttime lows are, like, upper 50, so that water doesn't fluctuate as much. It's basically, like, right before spawn, and then right. probably, I would assume the post-spawn is pretty good with it as well. Perfect. Absolutely. So, absolutely. Got it. So, Josh, I want to thank you for coming on, taking time out of your busy night. I know you're in between events. You're getting ready to go to the elite qualifier at Ufala probably here in the next day or two, right? I'm assuming you're heading over there. Yeah, at least Saturday. Shoot Saturday. So, perfect. As this is airing, um, and everyone's listening to this, you'll be driving to go to Ufala. So, I want to wish you the best of luck over there. But uh, before I let you go, we do have one last final question, and it is customized by Do It Molds. It's your place to customize tackle, make all the lures you want, jigs, jig skirt materials. They have basically everything you need. But the question is, the Do It Molds juice of the show, what is a modification or a rigging option of the mag draft that might be overlooked? Probably, you know, the mag draft, hence the name mag draft, has got the magnet in it. Um, but what what I do, and there's a few videos out there on this, is is 
I'll put a nail weight. Like if the fish are sitting, just say a bluff wall. Um, this bait works great on a bluff wall. Um, it, but you, the, the fish are sitting just a little bit deeper on that bluff wall and doesn't, then the fish don't want to come up as, as much on on the mag draft. And you got to get, get it down in the water column a little bit. I'll take a little nail weight and stick it right center of the, um, the mag draft. Just stick it right up in the middle, and I and I, I want it dead center. I don't want it, you know, I don't want it to the front or to the back. I want it dead center, and um, I'll put that in there, and it allows that bait to get a little bit deeper in the water column, and still you're able to keep that same retrieve just a little further down in the water column. Now, do you choose your nail weight based on how deep you want it to go, or is there like a standard size nail weight that you like to install? I, a standard size, just like a sixteenth. That's what 16? I. Yeah. I will have to try it for the small mouth that roam like eight to ten foot yeah. and just kind of get it down there and slow roll it. I, I appreciate it and thank you for giving up that juice. That that's a cool little trick, and I think a lot of our viewers will enjoy that. So thank you very much, Josh. So all right, man. Well, anything else you want to touch on before I let you go here? We're at the end of the show here. So if you're good to go, but I greatly appreciate you coming on here again. Yeah, man. I appreciate y'all having me on. Yeah. We'll talk soon, Josh. Sounds good, man. Take care. You too. All right, everyone. Well, big round of applause to Josh coming on. I know we were fighting through some technical difficulties and audio and stuff like that, which is going to happen. Cell phone signals or Wi-Fi isn't always the greatest in all the areas where a lot of our pros who come on. I want to say thank you and good luck to Josh as he um heads on the road for the elite qualifiers to try and qualify for the elite series i think any tournament down that's down there around his house in alabama he will have a shot at it i look forward to seeing how he does around the rest of the country it's a rigorous schedule but um thank you to everyone for tuning in this week to this week's episode of the lure lab where we were talking about the mag draft it's such a cool unique very popular swim bait now so down below, it will be linked back to Omnia, which where as this episode is recorded and posted, and you guys and everyone are listening. There are a bunch of them in stock, so make sure you go and buy them up and uh, make it harder for me to get it, which is awesome. But I'm glad I have a stockpile. But if you're tuned in on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button or leave a comment down below on what your favorite mag draft is, where you throw the mag draft, maybe your rod reel and line setup. That's always cool for me to see. I like to see how we're similar or different. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please drop a review. It helps us be seen by other bass heads across and help them learn more about certain techniques. And until next Saturday, we will see you then. <laughs>